Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Paisley Gilmore. And I'm Laura Capon. This week we'll be joined by Duchess Iffy, who is an intimacy coach. Oh, I hate intimacy. <laughs> I thought I was going to struggle to pronounce that, so I'm I'm fine now. <laughs> you did amazing. Um, I'm really excited to find out why I'm so so scared of intimacy. So, I I sometimes wonder if it's a fraudulent act with you. Right, I'm not asking for therapy from you, Laura Capron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I realised I'm dismissing your feelings. Oh um, my goodness! <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying, as someone that's scared of intimacy, everyone falls in love with you. <laughs> Like, dear listener, everyone falls in love with Paisley. Can you imagine having this problem? It's One. not. By the way, you're so full of shite. One day <laughs> I'm going to get hurt and it's coming any day now. <laughs> and I'm yeah. petrified of it. Um, speaking of which, I was reading something the other day. You know how much we love attachment styles? Oh, of course. If you haven't heard it, we've done an episode on it, dear listeners. Um, so people who have an anxious attachment, which is where they feel like they want to be like in constant contact with their partner or they want reassurance from them because they kind of need that security. So for people who feel like that in relationships, um, the experts say that they should kind of date around and date multiple people at the beginning. So they're not investing all their emotions and anxieties into one person. Um, oh that's I was anxious wasn't I you were yes what do you like have you ever kind of at the start dated a few people at the same time and like tried to no but can I explain why and this probably yeah. then goes with the anxious thing it's mm. because then I feel like it's um it feels a bit fake why? I don't know if right okay so I feel like then it's not genuine like if you're having that same conversation with like three guys in my case um mm. then I'd feel like a bit fake like I'm not being genuine with any of them and I'm just am I making any sense yeah but why you're not having the exact same conversation with each one are you isn't it slightly different with each person no I think it's because if I flip it I hate the idea of someone doing that to me okay because would you think that if they were dating other people maybe they didn't feel enough for you yeah Okay. But then I think I'm just um, putting like too much onto this person that I've never met before. But <laughs> <laughs> I just want them guy. to you deeply fall in love with me. Yeah. Um, I see where I see it as like, I like the idea that if someone I was dating was dating someone else, because I like the idea that they've met other people, they've had the option, but they still choose to see me. And almost that makes me feel better. Were you secure attachment style? I'm actually avoidant, mm. which 
Hmm. But <laughs> so yeah, because you don't want any of them to attach. Oh That's yeah, why. you're like great. They've got other options. <laughs> That's exactly it. No, I was just thinking. I I've been on like say five dates with one person, and I thought better go on a date with someone else just to suss out and like compare almost. I think it's I think it's healthy personally. So, so I went what, on a. Mm. Okay, sorry, Carrie, I was going to ask you at what point you'd want them to stop seeing other people. Well, I've actually been thinking recently, I don't know if I would want them to stop seeing other people. I've been reading a book by um, the relationship therapist, Esther Perel, who's really great. And it's called Mating in Captivity. And it's about kind of long-term relationships. But in it, she examines the concept of monogamy and how we believe, if we're monogamous, that we should own the other person and stop them from dating and seeing other people. And it's just made me rethink like monogamy in general. And definitely like at the start I don't care if someone's sleeping with other people as long as they're telling me and being honest about it and I'm aware of what's going on I I don't think I will ask someone to stop why are you so progressive I'm so (laughs) archaic but is this the avoidant (laughs) speaking (laughs) I don't know I don't know either oh we need another expert on but I think I know I totally get what you mean because also the amount that I'm expecting like you say from this poor person like they're they're never going to live up to it no but if also if they're a good match for you they'll feel the same about it probably and then your behaviors will match so I think I think you'll be all right so when you've dated multiple people have you ever like accidentally text the wrong one no but I did I one thing I've been doing recently is I'll say to to one like I told you that didn't I and they'll be like nope (laughs) I'll be like oh I think that was someone else Uh, and what's the maximum that you would say what do you think is a is like a reasonable number to number number to juggle (laughs) I think it depends depends also because they're all be in different stages like you might be on your fifth date with one but your first date with another and it's all like quite different I don't I'm not the expert this is the first time I've probably been single in about 10 years so I'm still learning but I was doing I was kind of doing two at the same time but one I was a lot more emotionally invested in than the other one so it's like yeah two at a time eh yeah, baby. Sorry. <laughs> you always cheapen this podcast. I know, and you hate I'm sorry, I just knocked my mic again. Oh, I'm getting all hot and bothered because I know I'm bothering you. Okay. <laughs> you're not at all, you're not at all. <laughs> Should we speak to the Duchess? An actual expert, yes. Yeah. Oi, I'm an actual expert. <laughs> oh, sorry again. Shade of it all. <laughs> Should we bring Iffy on? We're joined today by intimacy coach Duchess Iffy, as well as helping couples to improve their relationships by increasing their sexual intimacy. She also helps individuals tackle issues they have surrounding intimacy. Iffy is also qualified in psychosexual therapy. Welcome, Iffy. Hi, thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks for coming, putting your headphones on, throwing a duvet <laughs> on. <laughs> That's quite intimate, is it not? <laughs> Well, you know, that's what we're here for. It is. Um, so I guess a lot of people will be wondering what an intimacy coach is, which I think we should get into. But first of all, I was um, reading up on you, as I do, because I'm a creep. And um, you have quite, I guess, a personal story that led you into your line of work. Would you be happy to share that? Oh, definitely. Um, so I went through a marriage breakdown and... After the marriage breakdown, I went through my journey of healing where I had a counsellor and a coach. And during that journey, I realised that the things that I thought were the issue, so like not having sex or we're always arguing, was actually the surface. The main thing was that we weren't 
intimate. We, we didn't have intimate conversations. We didn't share thoughts. We didn't share dreams. We didn't act as friends and lovers. We just acted as, because we had two children, we acted as parents. We acted as people who wanted to build wealth, who were employees, you know, all the other things that make you a functional couple were where our focus was. And that was actually making us separate as opposed to bring us together. Mm-hmm. And because of that, because of that realization, it came to me that, oh, actually, if I can suffer from this and I thought that I was pretty in touch with my emotions and I was emotionally intelligent, how many other people are actually craving, think that they're craving love, but actually what they're craving is intimacy. And that's what led me down the path. Wow. So what is intimacy? Because um, I don't really know either, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Very good. It's a very good question. And okay, so let me see if I can give a very simple description because intimacy really means different things to different people. But I would say intimacy is the connection or the deep connection you have with your partner. So it's that it's something that you you share with your partner that no one else can actually get into. So that could be things from being your authentic self, being, you know, the person that knows you more than anyone else. So if you, if your face is sad, they already know why they can literally see into you. So I remember I copied this from someone says intimacy is into me. You see, so you see beyond the walls, beyond the facade, you see me and just me. And that's what I define as intimacy. So it's not just because I think people often think intimacy is actually like physical, sexual, but you're saying it's em- emotional. It's emotional. That's the thing. I've, what has happened over time is intimacy is used as a euphemism for sex, which is not what it is. And I understand it because they want to use make the word sex sound polite. But <laughs> no, it, intimacy is more about the emotional connection, is the non-sexual connection. Because once you get that right, most times, then your sex life is right. Okay. So is intimacy the key to like a healthy, happy relationship? Oh gosh, most definitely. And I, and the more people understand that and more people work towards that, they will definitely be happier because it's, there is nothing worse than sitting down with your partner in the anywhere. And you can't just have a simple conversation that doesn't lead to an argument. Mm. It's Mm. very frustrating. And that's because there is no understanding. There's no safe space. There's defenses and judgment surrounding that conversation before the conversation has been had yeah and that's because you, you, there's no understanding if could you give some examples of how you might know that intimacy is lacking in your relationship because if it's more like subtle in some ways how some people might not be able to if they don't even know what it is they might not know mm. that they're missing it okay so examples of I mean the examples I would give is if you don't are not able to have a conversation about just general things and have a laugh those are little things that are signifying that intimacy is eroding because I'm not going to say it's absence because different people have different things right but it's eroding you can't have a cuddle you are not able to just literally be yourself you always have to be someone else around your partner there's no intimacy there because you need to be yourself yeah because you can only get to know someone if they reveal their true self to you or if you reveal yourself to them. Is it quite common that people aren't themselves and that they're almost putting on a front or kind of performing a version of themselves for their partner? 
Oh, most definitely. Because you know what happens when you're when you're in the beginning of a relationship, when you're out and someone walks up to you and asks you out, you try to make a quick judgment. Oh, who are, who is the type of person they're looking for? So you put up that facade of, OK, maybe I'm playful or I'm a jokey or one of the lads or one of, you know, you start mm-hmm. to act a character. And sometimes you then forget to drop the character and start to reveal yourself. And also mm-hmm. we don't like to be vulnerable. Because vulnerable is exposure. And you're like, okay, if I expose myself to this person, will they like me? And if they don't like me, that's really going to hurt me. So therefore, I'm just going to keep up with this persona I've created. I see. It makes me think of, um, have you seen Gone Girl? But when she does like the cool girl speech, Mm -hmm. it makes me think of that where it's like where you try um, hard to be like, the cool girl or like a slightly different version of yourself because I think I don't know in your head you're like well I've been myself but sometimes it's like you pretend that you like a certain like genre of music more or Mm -hmm. um like like kind of little things like you're really into films or um (laughs) and then you realize that actually you realize that actually you're not it's like football some ladies would pretend (laughs) to like football because they know their guys like football but after a while, you can't keep it up. But if then you start getting frustrated because you're like, I really wish I can tell him. I don't like to go to the football matches with him. And I know I'm generalising, but you know what yeah. I mean. It's, you know, And you're going to, and it's getting frustrating and you can't articulate that you don't really like it. And mm-hmm. then before you know it's happening, you're, you know, there's little arguments happening that don't even make sense. And that's just because you're unable to be your true self, which is, I don't like football. Can I stay at home and <laughs> you go out with your friends instead? <laughs> I was laughing because I thought you were going to say, like, before you know it, you're getting, like, Liverpool shirts for your birthday. You're like, I don't but, like football. <laughs> but it's true, though, because I remember it happened to me. I started watching golf with a boyfriend I oh, had because he liked I know, I know. What can I say? The uneducated, the uninitiated. <laughs> and before I started watching the US Open, I started to understand the terminology. But as soon as we broke up, I dropped it straight away and never been back. And I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> you know what? I used to do it so much as like, definitely when I was a teenager and in my first relationships, I had a lot of um, male friends and I really wanted to be like the cool, like edgy one, like, oh, I really mm. like metal and I'm really chill. And actually I'm the most uptight person in the world. And you just kind of want to fit into what they are almost, right? Exactly. And it's okay in that sense when it's friends, because we, I mean, we do have different versions of ourselves because when we go to work, Mm. we're different. When we're with our parents, we're different. But when you're in a relationship where you're hoping to build something that's permanent and as lasting as long as it can possibly last, we can't have that persona Mm. because it just would not be real. Because after a while, you'd just be wondering, who are you? And especially when you decide to become your real self, the person's looking at you like, you're not the person I dated or fell in love with. Who are you? And then it brings up a whole different type of issues. So how do you help people that have a fear of showing themselves being intimate? Because, yeah, I guess that is the fear. I think some people have that if they show their true selves, um, their partner will kind of leave them. How do you help Mm -hmm. someone with that? So... What normally happens is that most times people don't realise that that is the issue. So they come to you with, I would have a client that would come to me about sexual issues, for instance, and say, oh, you know, I don't have, I don't enjoy it when my partner does X, Y, Z. 
And we're like, okay, you start to delve deeper into why. So I, I like to ask the question why. I mean, my kids hate it, but I just like <laughs> to understand, get to the root of the matter. And then you realize that it's actually because if I'm going to use a man, so the woman is frustrated because what happens, the man just comes into bed and literally starts touching and wants to make a move. And she's like, hang on a second. You haven't spoken to me all day. Haven't asked how my day is. I've been with the kids, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So she's unable to articulate that. So what we do is we get to the root and say, what actually is causing it? And then she would say, you know, we don't have a conversation or we don't have a hug. We don't hang, we don't spend time, just the two of us. And those are the things that are missing. So once she can, because she knows it inside, but she doesn't, she hasn't put words to it. So once she starts to say that, then we work through, okay, so why do you think this isn't happening? And then we just work bit by bit and we start to introduce a lot of little actions that she can initiate with her partner or he can initiate with his partner to start to bring back the intimacy. Because it's interesting enough, one of the first things to actually go when intimacy is eroding is kissing, passionately kissing. Yeah, that's happened to me definitely in relationships. Mm. Mm. You kind of see it as something you do at the beginning when you like really fancy each yeah. other and you're like snogging yeah. loads and then that it does go, Seems doesn't pointless. it? Yeah. yeah. It just goes. I and love then, it. <laughs> and people don't realize because you say to them so are you still kissing yeah and you're like really and like of course i'm like no i'm not talking about pecking the cheek hi that kind of stuff no as in passion real passionate tongue tennis saliva <laughs> exchanging kissing you know you've got to break it down <laughs> and you're like oh no not really i'm like exactly people underestimate the power of kissing it really brings you closer together do you think it's important for um, to do kissing when it's not just leading up to sex? Because I think people often do it just as like the lead up to shagging. Yes, most definitely. Okay. And it's amazing how so many women avoid kissing because they believe it is going to lead to sex when that's not what they want. They just want to kiss. Yeah. So it's also getting men to realise that just because the woman wants you to kiss her or she's touching doesn't mean it always has to end up with having a shag. It's not necessary. Mm. You can just literally just do all that, have a nice cuddle, get all heated up and just remain in each other's embrace. Cause sometimes mm. that's what women want. And yeah. some men do too as well, but that pressure of feeling, Oh, if we do a bit of this, then it's going to, ha- we're going to have to have sex. Then makes you not want to do it, which then breaks everything <laughs> down. I've definitely felt like that before. And I think it's because when often with male, female partnerships, there's almost a sexual script that you follow because we've been socialized Mm -hmm. to believe, you know, it's this, this penetrative sex, he comes, it's the end. We don't think of sex with men and women as loads of different. I always say this to LC, like there's no one type of sex. You could Mm -hmm. just finger someone and that be it. But it doesn't, it always seems to follow the same old bloody boring script, Um, which is maybe why you see kissing as the start and is only going to have one end. (laughs) <laughs> sorry i love so to, to go on a rant about shagging men i need to stop <laughs> no but it, but it's so true because i remember i i wrote something about non-sexual intimacy and it was amazing how many people said yeah but he's not going to understand that because to him it's you know where i'm from we're, you know it's like that's the goal you, you just have to have sex if you don't have sex it's not complete i'm like it is complete there yeah. are people who are asexual who have an amazing love life mm-hmm. You know, because as you said, you know, foreplay, touching, kissing, oral, it's all there. Massaging, it's all there for your pleasure. It does not have to end in penetration. Mm -hmm. And But it's it's the re-education that we have to do. That's the thing. 
Yeah. And it's it's hard to kind of realign people's minds, say, you know what, you really don't have to penetrate to have an enjoyable sex. You don't have to penetrate to have an orgasm. Mm. And these are facts, but they just don't want to accept it. Yeah. Because they feel it must happen. Ooh. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> shuddering at the thought of it must happen or must it? Um, so <laughs> is it really common to have a fear of intimacy? Like that's, that's is that the most common thing that people come to see you with? It's, I, I, it's not the common thing. So I would say that pe- because people don't realise that is, that is it, mm-hmm. but the, it's the, it's the underlying root cause for the other issues that they're having. Okay. Because if you think about it, most people tell you, oh, to have a great relationship is communication. But you can't communicate if you're not intimate. And the reason why you can't communicate is because you don't understand the style of communication you should have with your partner. And you can only know that if you truly know them. Um, Ify, not to turn this into like my personal session, which I would love, <laughs> no by problem. the way. I'm going to do it too, Elsie. I'm glad you've started. <laughs> um, I've been single for a, a, a long time now. And I think mm. I have a fear of now being intimate with someone because I've been single for so long. Um, yeah. Is that is that common? <laughs> Am I normal? <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> you are you are normal and it is common. And, and the reason why I say it's normal and it's common is because you're, you have a kind of, you're just like, okay, how do I even start the whole journey of dating? Am I ready to date? I'm setting my way. So I've already started to put these walls up anyway. Yeah, before you even start. Yes. So, and then the thought of then saying, okay, I'm then going to let someone to know me and my quirky self, which can be anything, <laughs> you know, it's it, it's hard. It is very difficult. So you're not alone. But the thing is that you need to start removing those walls first. So, you know, the thought of dating, the thought of meeting someone, what is the rules about dating? I mean, I know everyone kind of says, oh, 10 rules of dating, five. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Rules of dating, blah, 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 and the rest of it. They're all good, but it's, we need to remember it's just advice. You need to follow your own truth. Is there anything I could do as like a first step? First step is 
accept that you are amazing and anyone who gets with you is lucky. I'm going to cry if you go. <laughs> Please don't cry. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> Please don't cry. I don't want anyone to say, no, oh, but she is amazing. that just came on me. <laughs> I don't want that, please. No, I needed to cry. <laughs> Laura only okay. cries on a Sunday, so she won't be crying today. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not on a Tuesday. As long as it's after the show, <laughs> after the show, you can cry. Can you Sorry. imagine the headline? <laughs> <laughs> Intimacy coach makes journalists cry live on podcast. I don't know who's going to run with, with that oh. story. Me, I'll write it. <laughs> um, sorry, Laura, back to you and how amazing you are. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was loving that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I ruined it. You know, but it's the truth. It's that's that's the first step because sometimes we just think that we're not good enough because we don't know what is in vogue at the moment and stuff with every type of dating information that is out there. But so you sometimes just have to go back to someone and say, "Look, I'm amazing." And you know, if that person we don't get along together, that's okay. I'm not meant to get along with everyone. I'm meant to get along with the right person for me. I love that. If I want to give you a hug. Oh, virtual hug. I'm <laughs> hugging you back. Um, Paisley, did you want to have your session now? Can I, if you do yeah. mind? I don't mind at all. I don't mind. <laughs> my problem is, one of my many problems is that, like, so I'm also single, but I've been um, sleeping with someone for a bit. Mm. And um, I always talk to my housemates about this, about how it's really funny how I can have sex with her and that feels totally fine. But mm-hmm. after sex, if we like, we don't, I don't want to cuddle or anything because to me, the distinction is sex isn't intimate, but the cuddling is too intimate. And if we're not in a relationship, I don't want to do that. What's that all about? Because you've been conditioned to think that cuddling is intimate and signifies a relationship which is you don't want. You just want to have someone you have sex with. Mm. But that's not true. As long as you set the boundaries and you both agree that what you have is a sexual relationship, Mm. you can have a cuddle. And if things start to change, then as long as you're able to provide a safe space for each other to have that conversation, and then you can make a decision on how to move forward. Yeah. But the thing about what you don't want to do is to make that person feel used Mm. by you just having sex with them. Because even if we have a sexual relationship, does not give you the right to make me feel used. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So And so having a cuddle, there's nothing wrong with having a cuddle because, I mean, let's be honest, if I came into the studio, for instance, I would give you a cuddle to say hello. Yeah, we would want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, know, so, you know, so you can have a cuddle, but don't mean that just because you've had a cuddle means that it's now a, a gateway to having a relationship. No. Yeah, it's I a think... Cuddle. I I think if I was laying there and cuddling, I'd be thinking, oh my God, but then what if I start feeling comfortable? And then what if I start liking her? And then what if then she rejects me? Like it, like it's almost the first step in on the way to being vulnerable for me, I think. That is true. But you're also suffering from what they call what if I tis. You're spending your time. (laughs) That sounds like it would sting. (laughs) (laughs) You're spending your time thinking what if, instead of just enjoying the moment of coming down from having a sexual, a nice sexual entanglement let's use the word with that. someone else <laughs> with someone else so you're not enjoying you're not enjoying the present you're thinking of the future why stay in the moment oh it's, i think it's and about trying to control it. everything all the time but yeah, yeah yeah you just just enjoy that moment and once that's over then you can think of what if what if what if but the truth is why think what if because the what if might never happen Thank and you're you, missing that present thank you that you have yeah, i love it <laughs> 
Do you like we should um, be like, no. producer James, you got any? Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Do you any think... issues you want to ask if he? <laughs> no, I think I'm okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can get tears in his eyes. <laughs> I think he's just taking it in. He's just like, I'm just going to take it in and then I'll yeah. digest it later. He will. What he usually does if he is like an hour after we finish recording the podcast, he'll send an email yeah. being like, oh, I actually did the relationship quiz you were talking about. And this is the results me and my partner got. So he just needs uh-huh. a bit of time to... Just just need to sort of soak, soak it up like a sponge. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand completely. He's an emotional <laughs> sponge. Um, so you were saying that um, the most common issues people come to you with, um, what, what are the others? So other things that they come to me with is, um, oh, he doesn't, or he doesn't understand when I'm saying that I'm not happy or he would come with something along the lines of, oh, she doesn't understand that I want sex all the time because I am Nigerian by origin. And then there's a lot of black and ethnic minority people that come to me. Mm -hmm. It's always about sex because we have this limiting belief about sex and we have this shame about sex so it always starts with sex I've got to be honest and then we go into the fact that he doesn't listen to me she doesn't listen to me she doesn't understand when I'm saying something makes assumptions about what I'm saying dismisses what I say my concerns that's a big one being dismissive of another person's feeling that is a very very big one could you give an example of how someone might be dismissive so, for example, is if I come to you and say to you, oh, I really feel that you're not supportive of my dreams. And the other, and then you say to me, but what do you mean? Of course I am. Don't I listen to you? That's dismissive of my feelings. You uh, should ask me, what do you mean by that? How do I not support you? Mm-hmm. Give me opportunity to explain and then we can discuss it because it might just be a misunderstanding, misconception of what is happening but if you don't give me the opportunity to explain then you're dismissing how I feel and the way I feel is the way I feel you can't take ownership of my feelings mm-hmm. and we tend to do that a lot you know when people apologize and they're like oh, sorry I made you feel that way and it's kind of like not really an apology it's like it's not cutting just, you off yeah sorry yeah. you felt sorry you took it that way yeah <laughs> yeah without um, giving so an explanation you- so would mm. you ever have a couple iffy where you're just like, you just don't work together or can you, can you save, can you save everyone? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's deep. <laughs> that is very deep. I can't save everyone. I normally have an initial consultation because I'm a very practical person. So my coaching is practical and some people like people that would make them feel good first and make them feel in, it's not, it's not, I won't call it airy-fairy. Everyone has the things that they believe in. But because I'm practical, I have to make sure that you're happy to work with a practical coach. So I'm the person that will give you an action plan, steps to take, what you need to do. And if you don't do them, I will give you a warning and then I'll end the relationship. Because I don't think it's fair that I take your money and you're not doing the steps and not getting the results because ultimately you just feel that I'm not helping you. And I don't think that's right. But I, I can't save everyone. I can only help those who are in sync with me. So what kind of homework like do you give couples? I give couples, depending on their wants. So I have I had a, um, a client who wanted to have, she was frustrated. She couldn't speak to her partner and it was just building up and building up. So I said to her, 
write, get a notebook and write what you're feeling. Because what she was doing was taking it out on her children and said, if he's not listening now, write it all down because then it takes away that rage, that emotion, and then go back to your partner and have a logical conversation because he's a logical person. He wants to solve problems. So when you're going all emotional, he can't hear you. And that worked for her. So that's one homework. Another one I said is every other day, kiss your husband deeply, passionately for a minute. She couldn't do it. Why? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to. <laughs> You're like, she doesn't fancy him. No, why, why no, couldn't she, she do it? She, it's to her, it was like, oh no, that's too much. That's too long. I'm like, no, it's not. Because it meant they had to be in each other's physical space. So even though they shared the same bed, you know how it is, we get bed, there's space in the middle, so they would all go to their own side. But it was a case of that was too intimate and too close for her. So she couldn't do it. We had to then start work through what had happened in her childhood in order to understand why she couldn't do it before she did it. Oh, but I was, you know, I said, you have to do it because this is going to be the way to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Well, it does sound hard, but I guess once you've broken that barrier. That's the thing. It's breaking the barrier. I was just wondering, like, how long, it, like, it must take a while to actually build intimacy and get to a point of intimacy when you start a new relationship, right? How how long does that take? <laughs> oh, how long? It's more, I mean, I'm not going to sound cliche, but it's how long is a piece of string. Some people yeah. are very open and some people are very closed. Mm-hmm. So it's, as I think it's as long as you're able to say at the beginning, can we just talk? Let Anything you're thinking about, let's just talk. Let's spend time together. And as long as the communication is happening and you're learning each other every day and not using it against them, mm-hmm. it could be f- quick or it could be slow. But it's about having perseverance and deciding whether that person is worth it. Okay. And what kinds of things should you be talking about to build intimacy in the beginning? Oh, in, so if it's as in when you just started dating? Yeah, or actually even if you're a couple and you feel like your intimacy has been eroded and you want to build it back up, like what kinds of conversations help grow your intimacy? I would say that anything and everything. So I, I mean, I'm not going to plug myself. Apologies if this is against the rules, but I created, <laughs> I created um, a, de- a deck of 52 cards that is called the intimacy cards, which has different dares and instructions on how to show intimacy by words and by action. So I have something like um, show your partner what parts of their body that you love without words. Mm. Um, then you talk about the parts of your body that you find embarrassing, you know, it mm-hmm. shows because some people are something like, do you turn off the lights when you, when you have sex? Why do you do so? So do you see, it's just little things, little conversations that just gets you to understand them just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might not come up in conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, there's no reason for it to, because you have to have intentional conversations about getting to know someone. Mm-hmm. because I mean would it come up in normal conversation why would it it wouldn't yeah. so you need something to kind of guide you and aid you to have those conversations do you know each other's love languages do you know your own love language listen to the podcast episode <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who hasn't go back a few weeks we covered this we love it yes exactly <laughs> it, exactly and you know it's amazing how the the how you feel when you realize what your love language is and then you mm-hmm. communicate it and it just takes it to a different level because then you're not frustrated because they're trying to 
say, oh, you look lovely, you're amazing, but actually what you want is a physical touch of someone just sitting next to you and just watching a film. Mm -hmm. So it's just those little things, but it's being intentional. You have to be intentional about it because Mm -hmm. relationships are hard work and life in itself is hard work. Mm. Yeah. It comes back to that thing again that we say pretty much every week, Elsie, is like so many people just expect that if a relationship is right, it will just happen and it will be good. But actually you you have to put work into it just like you would with your career or, you know, your fitness plan. I don't know. I've never done a fitness plan in my life, but (laughs) could you tell? (laughs) But like, yeah, you have to invest. Mate, that's for fun. That's not for fitness. Um, You have to invest time and like emotional energy into it if you want to see it grow and be, be nurtured, right? Totally, you have to. And and I, I mean, the, everything I always say is you've got to make a conscious decision to improve your relationship and you have to be intentional about it. You have mm-hmm. to be. Because if you're not, it's just going to, you're just going to be floating along in your own relationship and then wondering what's going on. Yeah. Because you're going to have pressures that are going to attack that closeness that you have. That's just life. Mm-hmm. And if people are listening and they just want to go home and do like one simple, easy thing, right now to help build intimacy in their relationship what would you suggest my okay so you know i've talked about kissing a lot please kiss more kiss more kiss more kiss more one and hug a lot more as well those two things just that physical touch and being in each other's space feeling each other's heartbeat body heat just brings you closer and releases tension those are my two top tips okay i know you said one i like them do you know what it makes me think of? You can tell how single I am. They say that like stroking your like if you have a dog, a pet, it's gonna lower your blood pressure. Laura. <laughs> well, I hope you meant you're not using Yeah, not not if you know. Else, you Go know. home and strip your pet, Laura. Oh my god, guys, you're disgusting. No. What a way to end, hey? I know. I know that. <laughs> well, <clears throat> thank you so much (laughs) yeah iffy where can um people find you please you you can plug away now okay so you can (laughs) you can find me on facebook as duchess iffy or my facebook page is duchess secrets and you can find me on instagram on duchess underscore iffy actually i should spell iffy it's i-p-h-i-e not i-f-f-y and you can send me a message on my Facebook page and I've got a website as well, www.duchesssecrets.com as well. And you can find all about me. And if you want to know about my intimacy cards, which I've literally just started getting out there, you can also contact me and I can get it to you. 52 cards for 52 weeks of the year on how to build your intimacy. Um, I'm going to need to put an order in for a pack of those. Awesome. No problem. <laughs> because I, I've got intimacy issues, to be honest. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> One for Laura as well while we're at it. No problem. That's fine. <laughs> That's not a problem. I'll send you a link later on. Thank you so much. Thanks thank for joining you so much us. Thank you for your time, Ify. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Us yeah, too. I love talking to you. <laughs> Here's to more kissing. Yes, more kissing and more hugging. <laughs> and me on the podcast again just got to plug that in the blog yeah. <laughs> sneaky thank you so much thank you uh, no shade to our other guests but I loved Ify no shade to you but you say this every week you're such a turncoat may, yeah, maybe every week I don't mean it <laughs> I mean that like, I genuinely want to be friends with Ify yeah no she's really fun isn't she um, that kissing thing it's so that, true. 
Yeah, I honestly just thought that you just, once you start like a long-term relationship, you just stop kissing. Oh, I know. It, I've done it every single time, haven't you? Yeah, just what, like, why? What's, <laughs> just It just sees, and I, I thought it was really interesting you said that homework for that um, woman and it was to kiss her husband for like a minute and or two minutes and she couldn't do it. But yeah. It, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because I can totally, it made me laugh because I was like, yeah, I can imagine how awkward you must have mm-hmm. felt being given that. But then also how ridiculous it is when you're like married. I know. That just shows the, what a breakdown of intimacy can kind of do really, doesn't it? Oh, that was deep. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love that we just got a bit of, you know, personal um, coaching in there. This is the only reason I became a journalist to slip in questions about myself and get some free therapy whenever I can. <laughs> but I best. think genuinely those coaching cards, because it sounds like quite a fun mm. way of doing it. Because I always think when we're having these conversations and it's like, you need to ask your partner this. And I just know, I think of some people I know and their partners or oh God, no names. And I, I just can't <laughs> imagine that conversation ever happening. Mm-hmm. So I think like doing it via a, a game is like a way, an easy way of approaching these things. Definitely, because it can feel so daunting to sit down and ask a really deep question. But if you've got the prompts there, it's kind of like an easy way in, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, can you imagine just like casually, and especially if you're parents, and I thought how she said about her, um, the breakdown of her marriage and how you just mm. end up in like that parent role. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? How do you go from like being dad to then like tonguing? <laughs> Necking, smooching, <laughs> tashing on. Or is it tashing Frenching. off? I've never heard. I've never heard of that one. That's from Geordie Shaw. Oh, sorry, haven't watched that. <laughs> um, so we um are basically obsessed with Iffy, and yes. um, what was your homework to do? To try cuddling. Cuddle. Oh God, the poor girl. Mine was quite easy. Just to realise how amazing I am. <laughs> If that's what you've taken from that, fine. But I think there was also something about you being a bit of a big head. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yeah, go into dating. Like, don't go in with your barriers up already. Which is so true. I do that immediately. Like, oh, me too. For myself and like, just so all the people I'm judging know that I am judging myself way harsher mm-hmm. than I'm judging you. But it's it's terrible all round. Yeah, we're going to sort that out, aren't we? Yeah, God, it's going to be, I don't know, maybe if we do like our 4,000th episode, I'll be like, so, find a boyfriend. <laughs> and I know I'm amazing. We can, <laughs> we can <laughs> do a bonus one for that, bonus episode. I can't wait and he can come on and I can be like, tell me all the reasons why you love Laura. What's your love language? What's your attachment style? <laughs> I think we should just wrap this up now. Yeah, no, okay. This brings us to the end of this episode <laughs> of Cosmopolitans All The Way With. Thanks to Ify for joining us and to you all for listening. And if you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas, please message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded by Number 8 Studios remotely and is available to download on Acast, iTunes and all the usual podcast apps. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 